Hi, I'm Corey Moss, and you are listening to the show that brings you Drive Time Comedy, Tech Talk, Barco, and Mark Coxon, the Cavalry Ride Show. Thank <laughs> goodness you're back. I'm Chuck Espinosa, the Mad Sound Guy, and you're listening to Mark Coxon on the Cavalry Ride Show. <laughs> hey, this is AV Phenom. Mark Coxon escaped from the basement in New Jersey, and you're listening to the Cavalry Ride Show. Hi, I'm Stacey Freeman, and you are listening to the Cavalry Rides Show. Hi, I'm Krista Bender, AV Krista, and you are listening to the Cavalry Rides Show. Hi, welcome to the Cavalry Rides Show. This is Allison Maxson at Ali Max Me. And, oh, is that it? Okay, I thought there was no, she's, more. She's not listening to the Cavalry Rides Show. No, she was supposed to say on Rave Pubs Radio, but I guess I'll handle it. Also that. found on Rave Pubs well, Radio. Allison, next time. Okay. Well, Corey, we have a very special edition of the Cavalry Ride Show today because you know you know where I'm calling from, right? Um, uh, ISC. No, not I am calling from. If you see my badge here, I am calling from Infocom Connections. Oh. Up in San Jose. Oh. And, um, wow. I thought you were still in Amsterdam. I I am not. But I am I am here in San Jose, and uh, we're supporting an Infocom event. So I saw I saw my friends David Donto and Josh Strago today. Oh really? <laughs> oh, I saw, I'm sure there were hugs all the way around. And you're still alive. We were very cordial, and you know you know why we were so cordial, Corey? No, I can't imagine. Because because this Infocom Connections event is about bringing people together. So I thought that I would bring a couple people with me to the show, and it looks like we already have them called in today. Excellent. So um, I brought today, I brought David Labuskis of Infocom. and ben I, don't, I don't believe you. Really? I don't, I don't, they're, they're I don't believe really, you. Wait, wait, they're really on the show. I totally don't believe you. Yeah, Chuck. Would he lie to you? <laughs> he he lied. Hey, Dave. Hey, Betsy. Hey. Hello. Hey. Good afternoon, wow. everybody. Hey, it really is them, Chuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. Yeah, Mark Coxon, you really, you've gone way beyond what you normally are, are able to achieve here. I've got well, to tell you. Well, like I said, if you set your expectations low, it's hard to fall off the floor. Um, <laughs> this is I, what I do with you on every show, you know. Exactly. But I wanted to invite um, David on. I came to this event today, and there are a huge amount of integrators here, um, as well as end users, as well as manufacturers. And uh, it seems like Infocom has really put together a show um, to try to unite, you know, a bunch of different folks that normally may not all be together on an Infocom floor. And I just, I thought I'd invite them in to talk a little bit about um, their ideas and what they were accomplishing here at Infocom Connections and also uh, uh, tell us a little bit about what they have in store for 2015 with maybe other events like this. So would you like to uh, talk a little bit about Infocom Connections, David, and what your uh, intent was in bringing this event together? You bet. I'd be happy to. First, let me thank you very much for the invite to participate in this, and thanks for being here. I, I can't understand why the rest of the people on the call weren't here, um, but uh, the show has been uh, a great success. The, um, uh, ex the exhibitor base is a little over, I think, around 70 exhibitors that we have here. The content that we've put together is coming from three different 
sources. Uh, they have the Infocom University here. We also have one of our partners, IMCCA, that we've worked with um, on many, many different shows, focusing in particularly on uh, unified communications as a uh, content program going along. And then also our partners, New Bay Media, have a program running as well for content. The attendance at those classes has been, uh, uh, honestly, has exceeded our expectations. The rooms have been full. Um, the content is designed, and the show in general is designed to focus on technology managers predominantly, the end user portion of our industry, and um, the trade, of course, is coming because the technology managers are here. Uh, I've talked to probably half of the exhibitors today and haven't spoken to anybody that's unhappy yet. Uh, the crowd was terrifically sized for the show. We had the people that people wanted to see. It's just been a fantastic experience, and especially given that it's the first time that we've put together a show like this. Um, it's always a nail-biter to do something new on whether or not it's going to be a success or failure. And uh, at this point today, we can say clearly a success. And the big question has been, where do we do this show next year? Do we do it here? Do we do it at another city? Uh, but it is definitely opening up an opportunity to get the information out to the end users that they need to be better informed as they work with our traditional members. It's been an exciting day. Yeah, and I, I would echo that, David, just, just being on the floor today, and I know you and I talked a little bit earlier. Um, I was surprised at the amount of people that, that did travel, you know, from other cities and other states even um, to come down here. And the other thing is, you know, what we've noticed and from the other exhibitors that I've talked to, um, it seems like really high-quality conversations on the floor. So, you know, you can have a show where you talk where 2,000 people come through and say, you know, what are you giving away and scan my badge? Um, or you can have a show like what I think you've put together here, you know, where I have people from California State University system. I've got people from local cities, from the California judicial system, um, from companies like uh, Morgan Chase, you know, coming over and, and really spending 15, 30 minutes trying to find solutions with people that are here. And, um, you know, I think that's the value that I've found in it so far. So, what was the uh, what was the process of going about and marketing this event to those folks? I mean, these are folks that typically, at least in my eyes, wouldn't exactly know what Infocom was or why they'd want to come to an event. Um, how did you position this to them? Well, it was absolutely intentional. The whole the whole point when we started talking about these shows last year and putting this show together was that we wanted to do um, what we wanted to do is reach the technology manager segment in the marketplace and or people that um, couldn't make it to the large show. Um, and we wanted to do that in a manner that ensured that we weren't cannibalizing the large show as well. We didn't, we didn't want to take away from Vegas or Orlando to have them at a regional show. We wanted to broaden the reach for our manufacturers. Uh, when we looked at that, there's a lot of people that are involved today be on a day-to-day -day basis that don't have authorization to go to the show because they're part of an IT department. Their um, boss may not recognize the need for them to be at the uh, Infocom show, but would allow them to be at a show like this. Once we sort of tested Definitely that, the other guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Hello? Yeah, I'm sorry. I heard a lot of feedback in the back. I thought somebody was asking me a question. Yeah, sorry about that. Can you guys Go still ahead. hear me? That's okay. All right. So, so once you can you guys that, then it's, uh, can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Oh, who's this? Gina. Uh, yes. Uh, hold, oh on. <laughs> hold on, Gina. Hey, hey, hold on, Gina. We can hear you. Just yeah, hold on. We can hear you. Hold on. So, so Gina, Gina okay. Sansevero, you you just politely inter interrupted <laughs> David Labuskas. Gina Sansevero with FSR. <laughs> 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 we love yeah. FSR. They're so, exhibiting too. I'm sorry. I was out to dinner and Corey said call in at any time. So I kind of just wanted to call in and say hi. But keep going and I can call in later, okay? <laughs> oh, no, just hang out. Hang out. I mean, we're all here. It's cool. Yeah. Feel, feel free to stay in. So so you had, you had focused on these end users, David? We did. And so once we knew we wanted to focus on the end users, then it's just a method of um, how do you get that. So it's, it's list. Um, it's using our Infocom list uh, and identifying anybody that had self-identified themselves as an end user um, and is on our list for any reason, whether it's because they attended a show, they downloaded a white paper, they... Um, went to a roundtable, any, any contact that we had with somebody that was already on our list is part of where we marketed. We also used um, our partners' list, and we also purchased lists. And then we also specifically targeted um, some users in the area and personally invited them. It's a, it's, it's a significant effort uh, that is not something that just happens. You don't just decide to have a show and then people come to it. It's, it's something that we've been working on for, uh, well, really over a year uh, to, to target the right people and to build the, uh, build the allure. It's, it's challenging to do a first show because the exhibitors want to make sure that people are coming and the people want to make sure the exhibitors are coming. And uh I think that's part of what we're blessed with is that Infocom has a reputation for putting together quality events. And um, so there was a leap of trust by the exhibitors that were here. And um, I think that if you were to go around and talk, and just as Mark said, I think, I think people are really excited. The intimacy of a show like this is, um, gives you a completely different opportunity to work with people than you have at the larger shows. Both types of shows are valuable and important, um, but very, very different. Yeah, I would, I would say, David, one of the one of the coolest things that happened to me today in my in my booth, um, and you know where we're at. We have a, a little twenty by twenty spot, kind of in the middle of the floor there. Um, one of the coolest things that happened is I had somebody come in from from the city of Fremont, um, and they do a lot of their own installs when they have small projects. Um, but they happen to be doing a, a whole new courtroom project where they're going to need an integrator. And they don't typically have one that they use a whole bunch. And um, it just happened that one of my one of my biggest clients in California, whose office is in Fremont, about 500 feet from where this guy works every day, was standing in my booth at the same time. And I was actually able to, you know, introduce these two folks to get to each other for, for a project. And... You know, I think those are the kind of things that um, I see here as, as becoming valuable and why, you know, as people hear those stories, why they'd really want to be at an event like this, you know, later in the year. When do you have another Connections event planned? or We do. We do. We have one planned for November in New York. It's in conjunction with uh, the uh, NAB show that is uh, was the CWW show. 
okay. that they acquired last year. So that'll be in the Javits Center. It's early in November. Um, that'll be, uh, I think that's going to be, a, you know, another flavor. One, it'll be New York. It'll be nice to get the uh, New York region and have people come in from that area. And then two, by co-locating with a show that's established, we're going to have a pre-established um, flow of people already. Good. So, um, and that, again, gives us that geographic dispersion from Orlando to uh, approach those people that can't make the trip down there. So we're, we're really pleased. It's a nail biter. It's a nail biter as we came into it. Um, but uh, there's, I, I just left the show office and talking to all of the people that have been involved in this, and there's um, no question in our mind that this was a success. Well, that's, that's great. And I, I think, um, you know, it's funny. Um, I've, I've, had a, I've had a hot and cold love and hate relationship with Infocom since I came into the commercial AV industry. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that I found very encouraging, um, you know, and I think we spoke about this a little earlier, is Infocom's new focus on um, making sure that not only manufacturers are getting value out of the show, but that Infocom is doing something to help integrators differentiate themselves. And not just with a set of initials that they can put next to their name, but by, by really going out with this exceptional experiences message and making sure that we understand, um, you know, that the point is, is to make sure that the end users are getting what they want. And I feel like that was lacking. And I, I, have, to, I have to say that I really appreciate your leadership in that respect. And, um, you know, as I came to get my CPS, I almost remembered that little rhyme about, you know, I was going to St. Ives and I met a man with seven wives. And I'm thinking to myself, am I the only one coming in or people going out? And in uh, talking to you guys, it sounds like the, uh, the CTS renewal and the retention has actually started to go up since these messages came out. And uh, so I just really applaud that message. And I think it, at least for me, even as a manufacturer now and not as an integrator, you know, I think that really resonates that we're, we're trying to move the bar forward. Thank you, Mark. It's, it's, um, we, one of the greatest strengths of Infocom is the broad tapestry of the industry we serve. Almost every association that you go out there and look at has a very specific segment of the supply chain that they serve. So you'll have, you know, a manufacturer's association, you'll have an integrator's association, you'll have a consulting association. I think um, one of the greatest strengths that Infocom has is that we, we serve the industry and that we are here to advance the industry globally. One of the uh, challenges that creates for us is that um, we, if we want to do that, we need to have focus and service and relevance for every segment of the supply chain. And um, I heard uh, a lot from people as I started, and I, I still spend probably 70% of my life on the road listening to members and talking to members and trying to understand their business. Because at the end of the day, um, we're your association. And really not even at the end of the day, it's the beginning of the day and in the middle of the day, we're your association. <laughs> for years and everybody that's on my staff is deeply committed to advancing the industry. I think, I think there is so much opportunity for our industry. When you look at our market research and see that we're growing at two to three, even four times what is predicted for global economic growth, 
to to say to ourselves that we're as good as we're going to be and that we don't have more that we can do is um, I think that's just a failure. And the, the times are changing. They always are changing. And I think the integration aspect, the integrator portion of our industry is in desperate need of support and help from a trade association. And, and it's, it's what I think is our soul. It's where we came from. It's where we are. And uh, it's, it's critical to do that. And we can only do it by listening. Hey, Dave, Dave it's, it's Corey Moss. Um, I wanted to tell you, I mirror a lot of Mark's sentiments. Um, I had a conversation with Gary Hall yesterday. As a matter of fact, I interviewed him for a rave uh, video blog. Um, and we talked about the industry. And in fact, what I talked to him about was uh, Internet of Things and cybersecurity and big data. And, uh, you know, we really focused on those subjects as well as how they, uh, you know, can have a seat in the AV industry. Um, and, and, and Gary said some great things, too. So can I get perspective from you on that as well as IT in general? Well, sure. I think... Um... That, well, first of all, Gary is going to be is, is one of our officers. So anything he said, I agree with. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my bosses. So Gary's a brilliant man. Let me put that out there. Um, now, I would say that anyway. I think he's an extraordinary individual. I think that we are well past the time where we should be talking about convergence and be talking about AV and IT and acknowledge the fact that AV is a specialty that um, lives within the information technology, the ITC community, the information technology communications community, um, or ITC, sorry. The um, the way I talk about this at this point, Corey, is, is that um, in the health industry and in the, in the medical industry, we have cardiologists and dermatologists and podiatrists and neurosurgeons and they're all physicians they all have an md but they have various different specialties and we as a society recognize and understand the need for those specializations and you don't always need a specialist sometimes you can go to your general practitioner but at other times you need a specialist and the fact is that um AV is a specialty that focuses on people and the experience. And so you can have Internet of Things, you can have Internet of Everything. AV is still about bringing the message to people. And that requires specialized knowledge and specialized expertise and uh, specialized solutions. And so I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's an either or. I think it's a helping people understand the value we bring and that that's at the core of the definition of our answer. Did I answer yeah, your question? Right. I talked a lot. I'm not sure if I answered it. Oh, oh no, you, you certainly you certainly did, Dave. Uh, I do appreciate your answering that. And uh, actually, the interview will come out next week if you do want to catch it, my interview with Gary. Very enlightening, very good. And he actually explains the difference of the Internet of Things and the Internet of Everything as Cisco uh, talks about. So uh, hopefully you'll look out for that. And again, uh, a great almost hour-long interview with him. Yeah, we just had the conversation about it last week during an Infocom board meeting. Gary participated in that quite a bit as well. Mm. 
Oh, very good. Very good. That's great. Well, like I said, I mean, I think I think you've 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 fostered a, a great environment here, and um, I've had a I've had a blast. I'm I'm giving a talk in the in the daunting theater of of death. I'm going to call it for tomorrow. Um, we have a we have a theater in here that has 80 seats, and and you know any other time if I get 20 people to come listen to me, I feel like it's a success. But, but if I get 20 people tomorrow, I, I may just campfire circle them around. We may just have a, a round table instead. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm going to be here all day tomorrow and I look forward to more conversations. But you guys, so you know, if you didn't exhibit here, um, you know, the place is, the place is uh, full of people and there's, there's an excitement level. I've had consultants come by and tell me what I need to do to get my, my stuff in more projects. And these are people seeking me out. And uh, it's been a very valuable experience. And so I applaud Infocom, David, great job putting the event together. I know you have a team of, of a whole bunch of people that do that for you and, and uh, help out. So I can't, I can't say it's all you. I know it's not, but I, but I, oh, no, really, none of it's me. Yeah. Well, you were active on the floor today. I'll say I didn't, there wasn't a time today where I didn't see David walking around and talking to somebody. So, you know, he didn't, he didn't put this event together and then observe from his Ivy tower. Um, he, he came down on the floor and was talking to folks and, and, you know, we appreciate seeing you and having a great event like this that we can connect with people that we normally don't get to see. So. Great. Great. Thank you very much. No problem, sir. Well, thank you for calling in. We appreciate having you on the show. I know you got a lot more stuff to do tonight. You probably got dinners and, and all sorts of stuff planned out, but uh, we appreciate you spending your valuable time with us and telling us a little bit about the event. I'll make sure I'm going to write a nice uh, yeah, and, and a thought on the event later too. So. And a couple of things. First, Dave, I had a conversation with Gary Kay. He said to say hi to you. Um, My buddy, Gary. But one more thing. Matt Scott, if you don't already know, he and his wife had their baby. Um, and uh, uh, we. it's funny, actually, uh, he was supposed to be on the show tonight, but he – Got back to me the other day. Said Corey, it's going to be any day, and it happened to be, you know, that it was in time for uh, the show. So, so, so Corey, you know that. Yes. Corey, with yes. with Matt being an audio video consultant and part of Infocom and part of Baby Nation and all that he does, don't you think it'd be appropriate if David Lebuskis gave the first online shout out to new baby Scott? Absolutely. <laughs> Go right ahead, Dave. Well, welcome to the world. Make it better for all of us. Awesome. Oh, it's going awesome. to better be a better AV world once that little one grows up. I've got to tell you. There we go. All right. It's, it's, it's the, he or she, I don't know which, is going to cut into Matt's hair gel budget. But I believe, I believe it's so. Uh, all right. yeah. thank, all right, great. thank you, David, so much for calling in. Our pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having us. Thanks, Dave. Take care. Guys. Thank you. Bye, bye everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, uh, I tell you what, Mark. We have uh, two guests who have been waiting patiently, and I do appreciate that. Uh, we first have uh, one of our new, one of our new uh, co-hosts, who's temporary for this show, unless she wants to be permanent. And then we're we're really on our way to eighty-seven. Um, as, Mar as Mark said, uh, now, now Allison, we are going to have my intervention eventually, right? Good. I think it's way overdue. Okay. Cause it's what time. Alice, what Allison's going to do is have an, a co-host intervention for me and yes. convince me that it's best to drink water where I say iced tea really has water in it. I don't know why I need H2O. Um, 
you know, that maybe somebody can convince me and co- yeah, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, to start, we have with us Maria Porco, Vice President, Business Development of x Media. Hello, Maria. Hello. Glad to be here. It is very nice to have you. We also have Deborah Simmons, Director of Sales, Retail and Advertising for the Media and Entertainment Division of Barco. How are you, Deborah? Fantastic. Thank you for having me. It is great to have you here. Um, so, uh, Maria, you first. Uh, please tell us about uh, your company, what you do. Sure. So, um, I've been with uh, X2 Media since its founding, way back in uh, 2006. X2O is actually a spinoff of another company called Vertigo X Media that operated in the uh, broadcast graphics space. And um, about a year ago now, I can't believe it's already a year, uh, we joined the Barco family. And um, X2O is primarily a software company, and we make a platform that helps people uh, create dynamic, uh, what we call channels uh, of information that can be displayed on a number of different types of displays, be it video walls, uh, large LCDs, LEDs, mobile phones, tablets, your desktop, and any other screen that you can find somewhere (laughs) Mm -hmm. that has an an IT or IP connection. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's great. And, And you've joined a wonderful family, by the way, right, Allison? (laughs) <laughs> oh yes we are thrilled we couldn't be more happy about what a lead in i gave you i know set up yeah, set, set up central here I'm the real sorry. the real the real question for maria was how long after barco bought x2o did it take them to get you your european soccer shirt <laughs> <laughs> well wow yeah right. well they've given us a lot of belgian beer Oh, and chocolates. That sounds great. <laughs> and, yeah. and Belgian chocolate. Uh, wow. So I'm, I'm happy, but no jersey yet. No jerseys. No, oh, no. really, Allison? Get on that, would you? I'm, I'm all over it. Put the jersey out. Wait, you just wait until Infocom. It, oh, we got to wait for Infocom. I want Infocom. my jersey at Infocom, you know. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, oh look, uh, look at Deborah with the Barco on there. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Wow. Nice. Representing. Look at this. Okay. Well done, Deborah. When am I getting my Barco jacket, my Barco shirt, my Barco hat? What's going on, Allison? I'm getting you a I... Barco fanny pack first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I wish you hadn't gone there. Oh, gonna my carry, God. It's going to carry your Walkman as you exercise. Oh, my. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> With his, with his, hey guys, hey Gina, Gina's back, hi Gina, Gina, I came back, I'm in the bathroom, but I have to get out, (laughs) (laughs) not even joking, Gina, Gina, you called in while Dave Labuskis was on the phone talking, I'm so sorry, how am I supposed to know that, no, no, you're you're going, you're going, hi, and he goes, hi, you go, who's this, (laughs) It's Dave Lebuskis. Hey, no, no, that was totally, don't never don't change a thing. That was perfect. That was perfect. It was, that awesome. was great. Gina, oh it's God. Krista. How are you feeling? No, I'm fine. I'm actually um at dinner right now, so I'm getting in the bathroom. Hold on. I'm getting in the bathroom just because it's Everyone the only bathroom. Gina's segments come out of the bathroom, by the way. Don't flush it. 
Do you know what I, I am what feeling fantastic today. This Good. is great. What, uh, you know, what city are you in, Gina? I'm in Huntington. I'm out in Huntington with my friend Joe. Huntington, New York? Yes, oh, Long Island. Oh, Long Island. Yeah, you know where I live? Island. You went, wait a second. You went to, the ba to a bathroom in Huntington, Long Island, where you live? Well, right now I'm not. I'm at the bar. Um, <laughs> oh, you're at the bar. Even better. better. Here's Gina Santavero coming in from a bar in a restaurant in Huntington, Long Island, New York. And by the way, the bathroom's out of toilet paper. I had dinner at the bar with my friend Joe, and I said, oh, I have to make this phone call because they were expecting me to talk about the BFC. But if you want to know what I had for dinner, it is duck. So that's what I had for dinner. What kind of duck? What kind of duck? It was... Long Island duck. It of was course. rare with lentils and spaghetti squash. Long Island. Fantastic. Is that like fresh from Long Island? It is. Did Long Island is known for its duck. Did you catch yeah. it yourself? I, I did not because then I would name it. And if I name something, I cannot eat it. So <laughs> we're not talking about that. Well, Gina, Gina, I met, I was with somebody today that was with you at the BLC. Can you guess who I was with? Wait, you met somebody today who what what? <laughs> I I was with I was with someone today who was who was with you at the BLC. There were a bunch of people with me. Probably about well, three hundred. So that well, this, did not narrow it down. This, this person well, this person this person works for Chief with me and had stated that um, if you became available, he was stealing you for New York. <laughs> it was Frank. Oh my god. Were you talking to Frank? Frank Pivano. Yeah. Yeah. Frank was so you should so Frank and I were dancing on <laughs> probably Friday night. Frank and I yeah. were dancing and he looked at me and he goes, Are you Italian? And I go, Are you freaking serious? And he goes, where's your family from? And I told him, and he's like, you're 100% Italian. He's like, I love you even more. You should have seen his face. He nearly died when he found that out. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> hey, Gina, Gina, can I tell you who's in the room with us? You can, absolutely. Okay. First, we have Alice and Amy Maxson from Barco. Okay. Turn your microphone on, say hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. There you go. Okay. All right. Next, we have Maria Porco from X2O Media, a Barco company. Hello. Hey. And we have Deborah S Simmons uh, from Barco. She's wearing a Barco, uh, what is that? A, a shirt, sweater, pullover. It's actually a pullover. A pullover. She's got yes. a Barco pullover. I love that. You know what I'm waiting for, Gina? Okay. My black FSR hat. Where is uh, it? You know, it's, it's, I know. <laughs> Same here. Stacy's waiting for her white FSR hat. I know. I have to send out the yeah, goodies. Yeah, yeah. They're all I still there. But Gina, do you know who else is here, Gina? Chuck? Your best friend in the world. You love him so much. You love him so much. Well, no, I'm her best friend in the world. So no, you're, you're not. No, uh, no, this is her best friend. Well, you're, you are almost her best friend in the world. Okay? The original, A.V. Tweet, is here, Gina. Johnny Moda. Johnny Double Awesome Moda. Close. Some people call me Jesus. Electric Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. I can't do that. Well, it's well okay, I I can't take electric Jesus. That's technically Tesla, Nikola Tesla. 
But I'll take a second back to that. In, in, nerd, in nerd Jesus is Steve Jobs. There you go. <laughs> right. But he's, he's seated at the right hand right now. So. Oh, yeah. my God. Right. So, Gina. Um, Krista's here, right? Krista, Krista is yes, here. Saying, yes, here. Krista is your best friend. Okay, and Stacy's here, right? Stacy's here. here. Yep. Okay, I'm, I'm make sure. We're missing our other co-host, though. So we made Allison a co-host just for tonight. How many co-hosts oh, are there? Awesome. We have. We're going. To, we're going. For, hey, Jeannie, you want to be a co-host? We're going no. for eighty stuff. Put it no. down. Well, I can. I can be a co-host from bathroom. How about that? <laughs> can I suggest that she can only be a co-host as long as she has a camera that works? Johnny, that's why she's on the phone. Johnny, she's on the phone in Huntington, Long Island, New York, where she no. lives uh, in a in a bar, not in the bathroom. That sounds like bar. a nice place. BTW, Krista, what are you gonna do next week when I'm in town? Don't Deborah, I promise we'll get. It's gonna to get weird in a minute, you know. Let's <laughs> get weird. I am enjoying the ride. Oh, okay. Well, wait. What are you, What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing next week? Wait, Krista. We might have to go in the bathroom at Holy Moon. I'm okay with that. It won't be the first okay, time I went in the bathroom with someone. Pixar oh. never happens. Is this well, something about yeah, I'm with you. This is or, you know. this is a shocking revelation. Tell us more. This show is full of shocking revelations, you know. <laughs> that's why I come back here. So wait, yeah, that's why Corey, I'm back. just going to let you know yes, that dear. next week we'll be in Concha Hawken, Pennsylvania, at a hole-in-the-wall Mexican place called El Limon, and we'll do the show from that bathroom. And oh, that bathroom my. is about a That won't be true because we'll be there Thursday night, right? Or are we going Wednesday night? I don't know. What day is the 12th? Thursday night. We'll be there Thursday night. Oh, crap. Then I'm going to call you <laughs> Wednesday night from... Where am I going to be Wednesday night? In Philadelphia. You'll be oh, with your you cousin. Gonna be Why don't you hang out with your no. cousin? I don't know. I'm going to be at Widener University Wednesday night until freaking 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> Gina... Listen, we want what? you to do the tour of the bathrooms every week. So, every week I want you to pick a new location, fly across the country, across the world if you have to, find the bathroom, call us, say hi, but please do not interrupt Dave Lebuskis now. <laughs> okay, and, ask who I, we, I got, and ask who this to make is. It clear, to make it clear, I got an email from Corey saying... Here's the calling information. Make it when you can. 845. Read it again. <laughs> well, hey, Make it when you can. Or 845. <laughs> now, next week, um, next week, next week, Gina and Krista are catching up. But guess who I get to catch up with next week, Corey? Who? You're going to be jealous. Uh-oh. Because I'm going to meet somebody next week at DSC. David Danto. No. She's sitting on this panel trying to avoid eye What? I get Whoa. to meet up with Allison. You get to meet Allison in person. <laughs> maybe yes. maybe Allison maybe Allison and I will podcast from the bathroom at DSE. Can I tell you how what the first time the first time I met Allison, you know how I met her? Like this. And then we did Wait, guys. I and, then after, and then after you were done killing a homeless man, Corey, what did you guys do? <laughs> guys, I, I have to go um, just uh, because go. I think Master? it's rude to leave my guests waiting. But I just wanted to give you a really quick rude? update about the DLC last week. Okay. Cool. 
Okay, so because I know that you were interested in that, and I know that Chris yes. did the show last week, um, and I had no voice last week, so it was just tough that I didn't do the show. But um, just to let you know, I don't know what Chris has already said, but I plus one that. And on top of plus wanting it, I just want to add that aside from the seminars, which were absolutely outrageously impressive, um, brought back a whole bunch of ideas that are easily implemented, but hard to have adopted. So there's different strategies that we're going to take, which is fantastic. Um, but aside from the seminars, I think the networking opportunities were um, really outstanding. I think that the ability to meet both competitors and potential clients in the same world, in the same realm, without any awkwardness, um, without any kind of, I don't know, just, I, I guess awkwardness is the right word, was just a really great thing. I think that even at Infocom, you have a lot of awkward moments where you know the people in the industry I mean, come on, let's face it. We're all really small. Everybody says the industry is incestuous. It happens. The person that you're working against one week can be the person you're working with or for the next week. So you can't burn bridges. But at Infocom, what ends up happening is that that, that competition between manufacturers and even integrators is, for whatever reason, tightened very often. At the BLC, it goes away completely, and you have a really nice sense of an even playing field. Everybody's willing to help each other, whether it's on uh, discussing different opportunities in a very general form, whether it's on supporting them on the HR side, whether it is just having a drink with them and talking about the industry. It's a really interesting way of getting to know other people without that awkwardness of, we're fighting each other. And I'm sure that Krista had mentioned this time and time again, but, but the idea that you can sit next to your biggest competitor and have a drink and talk business is almost non-existent um, in a lot of worlds. And at the BLC, all of that competition goes away and you're really just sitting next to a guy who's going to get through something similar. Um, and, and I think that's an ex exceptionally priceless um, environment and, and ex experience. Hey, so G. that was my takeaway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gee, what you have to do is you yeah. have to listen to my interview with Krista on Rave. If you. I know. I'm sorry. She probably said the same things I did. So I passed on everything. Exactly. She does. She actually said the same things you did. So uh, I tell you what, I've, al I've well, already. Well, do you want to know why? No, why, why? That we said the same thing because we freaking share a brain. <laughs> <laughs> and now a new revelation: Krista and Gina share one brain. Yes, in the back. I have mind. Separated at birth, by the way. Separated um, at birth, but separated uh, at birth. Share a brain stem. Yeah. So mm -hmm. anyway, my birth outside Gina. Thank uh, you. Yes, my dear. Thank you for the segment. Gina Sansevero tours the bath, uh, the bar bathrooms of the world. Okay. <laughs> That's Next week she'll right be there. coming to us wow. from Philadelphia, Coxahawken, whatever that. <laughs> right. I'll be in Pennsylvania next week, and the week after I'll be in Ithaca, and then the week after that I'll be in Massachusetts. All right. So don't give, don't give it all away. Don't give it all away. Okay. Just, just oh, let's, so let's focus on next. Okay. Week. And call in when you're when you're asked to. Okay. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Corey. If you want me, you'll get me when I have time. Uh, I like it. <laughs> Don't do this to me, okay? See, that's the part of my brain that we share. Uh, she went there, Corey. Hey, love, love okay. you. Love all right, you bye, Gina. Love you. Bye, okay, guys, I love you all, and I will talk to you soon. Have a great okay. night, and thank you for listening. Bye. Awesome. Thanks. Okay, bye. 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 Well, see, we've had Implecom connections. We've made well, connections. Well, no, no, no. We, we haven't finished. Deborah hasn't talked I, I know. I'm going to let her talk in a second. But before oh, okay. I let Go ahead. Deborah talk, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm segueing. Good Lord. Oh, 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 oh look. We're doing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's the Corey Moss. I murdered a homeless man dance. That's <laughs> a good thing. taught it to me. Is, is there a shorter name for that dance? Yeah. No. No, okay. It just goes together. Corey Moss murdered, murdered a homeless man. Damn. I heard. I heard. I heard Gina, where is this show gone? I, I heard Gina actually say. On the toilet. Oh, yeah. Well, Gina was in the bathroom. You know. Exactly. We found, we found it there to begin with. Well, yeah, right. We found that we found this in the toilet. We're trying to bring it out. It was a classy toilet in her defense. Exactly. So wait, wow. what are you trying to say, Mark? I, I was yeah. saying, Gina, Gina reminded me of those commercials with like the old lady crushing candy with a hammer. Because she said, <laughs> you out loud. She plus one stuff. And I'm just like, that's not how this works. That's not how this works. Um, so, I think we have a new show formatted. Call in whatever you want. Interrupt. Just talk about whatever. Talk about yeah. whatever you want. As long I'm glad as you guys brought up like over talking people and talking about whatever. That brings me to my very popular thing: net neutrality. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope you have three hours to go about this show for the rest of our lives. No, Johnny, yeah. net neutrality is the throwdown next week. You're <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. well, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. I want yeah. I know we talked to Maria for a moment about X2O and and to Corey's <laughs> point, I do I am really actually interested in Barco's division that deals with advertising and entertainment. So I'd like to, I'd like Deborah to tell us a little bit about what is what is this division? There's an advertising and entertainment division at Barco. Wow. So, Barco is actually segmented into three key verticals. One is entertainment, one is enterprise, and the other is healthcare. Under entertainment vertical, there is a market division called retail and advertising. And is the division of which I'm the sales director for North America. And that's what we're going to talk about. Awesome. Let's start with retail. And I know Allison very much so wants us to and since Infocom has been mentioned, and uh, also the other event that was just mentioned, an upcoming event is DSE in Las Vegas, of which we will actually be there. Um, Maria, do you know the booth number by Christoph? It's uh, 818, I believe. 818. 818. Yeah. 818. So I'd like you guys to say hi to us, too, in addition to Allison. hmm Yeah. So in that booth, we're actually going to be giving you an experience of uh, when we talk about retail, what exactly are we saying? Well, in the retail environment, we actually create experiences for the customers, particularly immersive experiences. And with that tech, with that experience, there are various uh, elements of technology that we use to create it. One is hardware, one is software, the other is, you know, perhaps third-party applications such as audience measurement. And something that I was sharing with Maria early is 
at the center of our retail uh, application solution is X2O. It is the core, it's the content management uh, solution that actually helps us deliver that immersive customer experience, whether it's interactivity, uh, for instance, whether it is uh, measuring analytics of how often is a customer engaging with the actual content that's on the screen, uh, or even audience measurement. For, for instance, when a woman walks up to a screen, perhaps the content relevant to a woman will come up, or if a man walks up to a screen, that content is switched to relevant content for a man. All of that is actually done in a very elegant and cohesive way through our content management system, which once again is X2O. That's the kind of a snippet of the retail application. In the advertising world, we focus specifically on the digital out of home advertising. And Corey, one of the things that I was saying to you earlier, mm -hmm. for, here I am in New York, you can think of Times Square. It is full of digital out of home advertising. Right. All of those billboards are driving advertising. Oh, don't I know it, I tell you. Yeah. Times Square, that one of my favorite places. Yeah, well, when you come, we'll have to take you over there. Yes, you will. We play, we play very well in that space. In addition, we also play in the transportation space. So if you think about walking through airports or uh, in the subway stations or bus stations, often there is relevant passenger information that's being distributed on screens, but you will always notice there's also some advertising on that screen. That's another application or total solution that we're able to uh, offer, again, with X2O at the center of that solution. Mm -hmm. And at DSE, we'll be able to show you uh, both of these applications and give you an experience of exactly what I'm, what I'm speaking to. Cool. Yeah, and what you, what you said, Deborah, is funny because earlier today I was talking to some folks who came out through Oakland, and the Oakland airport has a big light wall in the Oakland airport and it's sponsored I think right now by like residents in at Marriott or something yes but they've taken this space and they've thrown projectors up on the wall and everybody says projections dead and I would fight them to to the mm -hmm. death um, and you are right on it is alive it is very alive and and just in the retail space they're beginning to use projectors and mapping yes and uh, and I was gonna go there too I mean a couple years ago and this is even a couple years ago now i used to work in the museum and the uh, trade you know uh, uh, museum space and they did some theme park work at the company i worked at and they also did a lot of uh, visitor centers corporate visitor centers and university visitor centers um all places where you're trying to get people to uh, you're trying to create mind share you're trying to get them to open their mind learn something new and have a very memorable experience um, and when I saw this article, I saw an article on Cake Boss. They opened up a store, right? And the, the article about Cake Boss was how they're using a lawn touch panel to control the lights in the store. And I'm like, really? Is this the technological breakthrough for like retail? I'm like, and I, and I even wrote in that article, I'm like, if they wanted to do something cool, why not do an interactive touch foil on the window, project a menu on it, put a, put a cake in the window that's white, and then let people design a cake on the window and projection map it in the window. So you're letting people do cake design for the cake boss store in the window of the store. And you don't think that's going to bring more people in than the guy can bring his touch panel to turn his lights on? Yeah. Like, I see so many opportunities where it's frustrating like that. 
but it's about getting out there and talking about these things so people know what's possible, right? Exactly. And you know what? Everything is possible with the technology, hardware, software, all of these other, whether it's projectors or lighting or other third-party applications. I think the limitation is only a match to that your mind has. If you're able to understand how you can leverage all of these technologies, basically you can do anything that you want to do. Yeah. Um, another another great set of folks that I saw do some amazing stuff with projection, and I don't know if you know them, they're at a place called AB Concepts. And AB Concepts is Arizona, San Diego based, and they're the ones who pulled off the Tupac hologram at Coachella a couple years ago. Nice. And so they have a showroom that's a full stage. Uh -huh. They've got one projector projecting on the floor. They've got mylar pulled out at a 45, and they're doing holographic reflection off the mylar with full projection in the background. So they'll take like a scene from iRobot, they'll run the movie behind, and then Will Smith and the robot will be the holographic reflections in front of that screen fighting. And there's just some really cool, amazing stuff that you can do. And I think people forget that projectors make that all happen. That is absolutely true. And that is actually one of the additional components of technology that we actually do use in the retail space as well. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I, I wanted to read some, I'm sorry, Mark, I wanted to read something. I found this, uh, I think you had a DSC write-up, uh, and that was very cool. It says, using iBeacons placed throughout the booth, passers-by will be detected with a defined zone. Powered by the X tool platform, the closest display screen will react to the participant's presence and push relevant content to their mobile phone, mimicking the retail experience where stores can most more effectively target browsing customers. Right. Viewers can also interact with the solution by sending content back to the displays. So where we talk about content delivery, okay, this, uh, I tell you, this is very cool stuff. And that is exactly, again, and Maria, please uh, join in here. We actually will be demonstrating uh, the ability to take your mobile device, walk up to one of the interactive screens, pull down that content directly onto your mobile device, and actually control that experience right on your mobile. You can walk away with it. As Maria said, it's simply a channel of content that X2O is able to deliver. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the iBeacon stuff is still relatively new, but we just wanted to show how, you know, that kind, those kinds of devices and that kind of technology is going to make personalization and, you know, um, um, stuff that's relevant to you easier to deliver to you. Um, you know, I think the, there's some usability issues and privacy issues that still need to be worked out, but we thought it would be a cool thing to, you know, to demo at the, uh, at the show. Cool. Sounds cool. Hey, by the way, Mark, did she just say stuff? <laughs> yeah. And I, we have an expert in it's stuff. I want to get to him in a minute. And things, by the way. <laughs> well, my, my, my real test, and, and we're going to put Marco to the test, Allison, Maria, and Deborah. Okay. Uh, Ready. We're going to send Chuck Bring Espinoza. It. We're going to send Chuck Espinoza to the booth at DSE, and if Bacon doesn't show up on his phone, then you you didn't deliver right. relevant content. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't push Bacon to his phone, this doesn't work. Right? Right. It will push an image of Bacon. Bone. No, real bacon, not an image. It has yeah. to be real. I will even take an image of bacon that smells like bacon on my phone. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, and bacon soda. 
I, I sent Chuck a picture of bacon soda today. On that's, what I'm, that's what I'm drinking oh, right now. Oh, you drink the bacon soda. This is great. That's, that's disgusting. Yeah. Did, Corey, did, you, did you say baking soda or bacon soda? <laughs> no, bacon so soda. Bacon. I, was wondering, I was wondering why Chuck was foaming at the mouth. Chuck is <laughs> drinking bacon soda. Bacon yeah. soda right is now. Is it real bacon or is it vegan bacon? <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't start, Johnny. <laughs> we turned don't into that start. episode. Or it might be that gluten-free, sugar-free stuff. No, Johnny, it's not right. bacon. Johnny, was that a stuff or a thing, Johnny? It was mostly a thing. Oh, okay, good. Clarification. <laughs> so, Johnny, you, you being an AV insider... Um, Rave plug. Uh, you being <laughs> what, what do you think of the stuff and things that Deborah and Marie are talking about with delivering content to any screen and turning your screen into a control device? I mean, I think it's about time, and I'm glad someone's doing it. Um, it it's all context. Like we're talking about iBeacon, right? So it recognizes that you're there, and then it able to push the content based on the user experience. And things are all about the user experience. So. If Chuck walks up to it and he gets bacon and can scratch it on his phone and control it and manipulate it, that is the future and the well, not sorry, the future. That's what we're living, yeah. and that's that's definitely a, a beautiful user experience. And if it's wor able to work back and forth to the control or display in this in this uh, portion, and Chuck can control said bacon with his phone, that's awesome. <laughs> that's that's what you want. Like if you go to DSC or something like that, an event, you walk up to a digital signage display. And it's showing you different things, and it recognizes Chuck or whoever, maybe you know his hawk that follows him around from place to place. <laughs> uh, the hawk, the, the infamous yeah. hawk. Right. Yeah, and it's able to push that content direct to him. I mean, that's all, all this information's out there, and it's it's nice that it, it can address each person individually as they are in within range of the beacon. So really would it? I would walk up and it would have bacon and I could choose crispy or chewy and then the hawk would run up and it changed into like a mouse? There you go. <laughs> sort of. I mean, like, you probably are getting similar yet. things right now. This, this is revolutionary. I've got to tell you. I mean, guys, it's a good thing you're here and you're, and you're hearing stuff and things because this may affect the future of Barco X2 Media. Well, Johnny, I, look at your influence. Johnny and I relate a lot of things to movies, and you know, <laughs> lis listening to the XTO or X2O iBeacon uh, experience here, it's a lot like an eagle eye esque experience, right? He's driving by the store window, the store window sees it's him, and all of a sudden it starts playing his message as he's sitting there in front of the store. It's um, very much that, yes. Yeah, and guys, it's actually happening. If you think about when you're sitting at your computer or on your tablet or on your mobile device, suddenly you get this. Ad advertisement and it's like how did it know to send me that message mm -hmm. the internet yeah, how, does, how does Facebook know to send me all the cocks and t-shirt things <laughs> right? Right. same same concept like if you're right. like you, right now like you said like if you have Pandora and you're walking in the mall it plays advertisements based on your internet browser history things like that you could be walking through the mall wherever you live in America or outside of America or wherever and you're going to get advertisements for, you know, the local coffee shop, you know, 100 feet away from you as you're getting closer to it because it knows you're there. It's going to say, hey, if you're interested, you can get $5 off or a free pretzel or whatever at your local coffee shop or bacon, whatever. Bacon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Push it straight to your it's mobile. It's all about bacon. Yeah. You know. it's all about I, thought, I thought it was Satan. I have no retort. I, I have I'm no just, reply. At all. I'm with you. I thought it was Satan too. Well, Satan. 
I went in and checked it out. <laughs> Mark, is this the next segment? I mean, are we leading into something? No, no, this still yeah, sounds like stuffing things. So, yeah, well, the, yeah. the next, the next segment is is Barco in the afterlife. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Look where Allison is going, huh? No, we're not ready for that. No. <laughs> no. It's too oh, good right now. I tell you what, this may be Cavalry Rides the Afterlife show. It, it, it's where are we all going? We just talked about, you know, talking about some of these things in relevant content delivery. I just I thought I'd bring something up that I saw a few years ago that I thought was um, extremely interesting, but a little creepy as well. Um, I was at an event last week with a gentleman named John Havens, and I don't know if you guys know John C. Havens, but he's a uh, he's a guy. He does uh, some TED talks, hacking happiness. Um, he writes a lot on artificial intelligence and the intelligence of machines um, and how things how things work. Um, but he gave an amazing keynote at an event I was at, and got me thinking a little bit again about augmented reality. And since we quickly talked about the afterlife. Um, I saw this application a few years ago people were developing where you go in with your cell phone and you go in a graveyard and when you point your cell phone at the tombstone, um, this tombstone generates an a, a image of the person standing next to the grave with some of their vital history and who they are and, and the picture wow. of them. And it's almost like a, a, a virtual ghost of the person standing at the grave. So I, I bet you X2O could do that. Wow, I'm gonna leave that to you, Maria. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you were going really creepy yeah. with that, Mark. We're I thought you were going to no idea where that was going. Ep epitaph or something. Where are we this going is, with this? I, there's, yeah. all, there's always a great way of using technology, and then there are other ways. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, but the way Mark Coxon brings it, she to just it, said. Uh, she just scary. told me. I think she. I think she said I'm one of the other ways, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> one of the other ways. Well, well you know, way. this week feels like the afterlife for Mark because he somehow escaped Adam's basement. Yes, he did. I he escaped was, Fifty yes. Shades of Purr. Yeah, Fifty Shades. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting, uh, on a, I'm sitting on a pillow right now. <laughs> Mark didn't make it to last week's show. I had to host the show. Okay, Mark was stuck in my friend Adam's basement in the hole. All right. Well, I, I wish I wish he won't even tell you what Corey he wanted, you know Corey wanted to host, so we had his friend Adam trap Mark in the basement. Right. I wanted to host a show, so Mark oh, was kidnapped. I see. Right. <laughs> nice. We almost didn't want him back, but you know well, you, he's you on guys, contract. You guys work very well together and you all have your parts. You think <laughs> so? We practice all week. And we see who we see who wears tough. the pants. In this group. Who wears the pants in this group? Not not Definitely not, not me. I do not wear not pants at all. We know for Actually, a fact. I don't know if Mark wears pants. I've never seen Mark. Do you wonder if Mark wears pants? Oh, no, okay. Thank you. We're, we're glad there were pants on you when you when nice. you did that. Okay. I, I'm, Corey, I'm going to do this. Hang on. Hang on. I got pants. Oh, oh, oh I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, that <laughs> oh my God. That have wasn't you, right. Do that you go outside? Have you ever seen the sun? Holy cow. No, I, I don't get to. Oh, well, actually, I'm going into Orlando in two weeks. Oh. So I will Straight see. Straight to the sun. Yeah. You know what's in Orlando in two weeks? Yes, I am. Are you in Orlando? Yeah, X2O is going to be exhibiting at Enterprise. Yes, I yeah. will see. I, I will be making an announcement next week, but for now, um, I will see you in Orlando. Awesome. That's yes. great. I you thought should, you were going to say Disneyland or retired people. I will, be, I will be dressed appropriately and not like Chuck. <laughs> you should take some sunscreen as well. 
Thank you, very, thank you very much. You know what? I, I'm, I'm, I am not putting this show on air. <laughs> Ladies, I'm sorry I wasted your time. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, Corey, if, if every time we embarrassed you on the show, you, you didn't air the show, we'd be on show number zero. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to have to start from the very beginning, I guess. <laughs> hey, listen, call Kelly, Haley, Stacy. You're no longer a co-host. You're a guest, okay? There we go. There we go. We're going back to square one. Oh, yeah. Remember? Uh, it's a, we, we still haven't gotten that intro right. No, we, we, no. we still haven't gotten this right. Uh, we're on like show 40 in the intro. It's like, who's doing the intro? I know. Uh, we're doing 5,000 shows, and I hope by that 4,999th, we've got this. I tell you what. Why don't we bring everybody back for the That'd last show? show? Oh, my I, God. It'll be an hour and a half introduction. <laughs> we'll say, we <laughs> all. Where It'll be like the SNL 40 episode. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What did, you say, what did you say, Maria? I said, where's the band? I heard there was going to be a band. The ba oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to like who's coming on. The band, the band probably fired its band by now. By the, like, the, so the band fired its drummer. The manager is, oh, well. was dating the lead guitar player and is now the lead singer. This is true. And we don't know if they have a bass player anymore. Uh, so well, are they even a band? Well. Are they no, even a band is, anymore? This, this is the definition of a band. There is no band without dysfunction. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Sure. Exactly. exactly. They weren't a band before. They all liked each other before and there was no drama. Before they <laughs> were, were This all happened before. They were uh, choir. Paul you know, went away when Yoko came to town. Exactly. Ah. These guys are destined for greatness. Hey, Chuck, you, know, you got to ask them, how do they have a band without a drummer? How do they do this? They and, now, and now Paul McCartney's like the fugitive. He's looking for the one-legged woman that stole all his money. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Oh. Mark, you are going into the afterlife. Wow. Okay? We know this for a fact. That was awesome. Yeah, well, it was awesome, by the way. Uh, so, yeah. so, guys, before the band gets here, you know, there was a little bit of news that came out last week on, on a rave. And we don't have Tori Homewood, our – our news anchor tonight. This is true. And nor hope, um, nor hope who sits in. We have nor no hope. We have no hope. A long, long We time. have no hope. We had no hope from the start. <laughs> so we had a few things come out and rave last week, and I don't know if anybody saw any of these, but um, we had a piece about Raspberry Pi. Um, yeah. I know Corey wrote something about Raspberry Pi, but a couple other people wrote some stuff about Raspberry Pi too. Yeah. Um, Scott Tyner did, as a matter of fact. Yeah, some people wrote it as an option for tinkering. Um, now that you know, Radio Shack going out of business didn't teach us anything, but now all of a sudden people right. think all of a sudden people want to build stuff out of circuits again. So they wrote a story about that. Um, but uh, that was there. But another one that was kind of interesting was using this for digital signage. What are the uh, what are the good folks at Barco in you know retail advertising and and X two O? You know, do you see Raspberry Pi as, as a device that you can interface with to help deliver content? Is, that, is it anything that has an IP address that you can get to? It's a possibility. We're not using it right now. We are using uh, Android as well. We're tinkering with Android <laughs> as, our, as the, uh, you know, operating system for a player, uh, but not Raspberry Pi yet. Okay. So you're not ruling it out? 
Yeah, not ruling it out, but I, I, really I, dabbled in it, yeah. I'll tell you, I would love to talk to you when you – because I actually my, – my blog focused on K-12 education mm -hmm. and what Raspberry mm -hmm. Pi, the revolution in, in uh, K-12 and, and Edutech. But I think Scott actually touched on digital signage in his. He did. So, you know, and there we go with him touching. And you should read Scott Tyner's blog on that. Yeah, um, I'll look that up. I'll tell you what, Raspberry Pi to me is just such, and it's, again, it's $35. I mean, the price point on it is, is mm -hmm. very cheap. Yeah, it's, what it's, it like, do, it's like Chromecast. Yeah, it replaces it can replace a PC. It has all the inputs and outputs. Uh, you know, I think when you get to that level, I, I'd mm -hmm. certainly love to know uh, about that at that mm -hmm. point because I see tremendous things for Raspberry Pi. Absolutely. Well, I think they should have a Barco Pi coming out. Barco, Barco Pi. Pi. <laughs> Forget the Belgian bear bar. We're going yeah. to Pi now. We're going Barco Pi. Barco Pi. Go. Barco Pi. I like that. I, I, can you put that in Enterprise Connect when I get there? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I want a sample of Barco Pie. Just give him a slice of Apple Pie. Is it going to be like a scooter pie? <laughs> or like a moon pie? A moon pie. Hey, it's based hey. in Chattanooga, my hometown, moon pie. Mm. Yeah, well, quick fact, the moons are my, the moons are my, half, are my mom's half-brother and sister, Chad and Stacy. What? Seriously, the moon pies are named after a family in around Chattanooga. Really, oh, really? more worthless facts on the cavalry. Right? <laughs> yeah, my 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 mom is 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 half is half sibling to the heirs of the moon pie fortune. That's wow. Hey, I thought you, I knew some stuff. Do you remember John Henkel talking about the clapper and how it went on at his parents' house? Yeah. Uh, John Henkel Spectrum. Yeah, it was his parents' house where they filmed the commercial, the clapper with the old woman. Oh, my God. Can hardly clap. You know, she finally hits, and the thing goes off and on, and it's a great story. You should have been. And, and that was the beginning of interactivity. Yes. Oh, and, conver and convergence. <laughs> Yes. By, by the way, X2O, um, the clapper will be suing you for patent infringement. <laughs> <laughs> are they are they listening to this right now? <laughs> they're, they're 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 uh, currently calling attorneys right now. Mark, are we going to be sued again? I, I think so. Again. Oh my gosh, line When up. was the last time you guys got sued? Uh, last week. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think Heather Heather Mills is going to sue me. I think Fifty Cent's wife has a lawsuit in. Fifty Cent's wife is after you now. Yeah, I didn't know Fifty Cent had a wife. Yeah, yeah exactly. we, 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 we all didn't know, but she does. Uh, she honestly <laughs> does. She does because. But of course, uh, you know, if, if, if Mark talks shit on her. Come on, Mark. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Chara told us that Fifty Cent's wife flipped over in her car and. Uh, and I said, I said she she lived up to her nickname, Loose Change. Loose Change, right. And here comes a lawsuit. Oh, and we get letters from the FCC as well. Probably more than Howard Stern at this point. Well, yeah, we get a letter uh, every week from the FCC and lawyers. Yes. Everybody's suing us. Well, like I said, I mean. Fringing on. Well, Corey, you know, like I've said in the past, yes. um, these, these AV lawsuits, they take forever. I mean. I did tell you that just like a month ago, Circuit City settled its CRT price fixing law. <laughs> you know, yeah. in, 40, in 40 years, we might actually have to pay somebody something. Uh, you know what? 
Let them try. They can take a <laughs> they can take a portion of our sponsorship fee. You know what we'll do? We we'll give them Stacy. Yeah, yeah. We we didn't do that again. We are really slacking. Mark, I say Mark just set out, settle out a cover and make them one of the, uh, yeah. the co-hosts. Hey, you know what, Mark? Let's <laughs> not, Mark, let's not lose a sponsor because you know we need them, and maybe we'll get more. But if we lose this one, nobody's going to sponsor Ray. Well, I had to start. I had to start with Infocom. But, you know, there were a bunch of people here at Infocom this week, and a lot of them were AV integrators. Another bunch of them were AV manufacturers. And AV manufacturers need a way to get their product to market. Um, and a lot of us don't sell through anybody but either an AV dealer or a distributor. And one of the distributors that we have as a sponsor of the show is Ingram Micro. So if anybody's out there listening to the show and they're looking for AV equipment, um, white papers on digital signage. Um, they're looking for some person to connect them to the technology that they need. They should go to ingrammicro.com and get started there. So enough of that. We got it done. See? <laughs> enough of that. We got it done. It's very nice. Check that box. How abrupt. How abrupt. Um, on the AV news, I saw some other stuff that came out. So one thing I wanted to mention um, and maybe this is maybe this is inside baseball, and maybe this is my 4K Niagara Falls moment. But remember, we talked about RG, RGB spectrum a week or so ago, and them using this term "game changer." Does everybody remember that? Oh my no. god! Didn't we tell? Oh, by the way, Mark, say Mike, Mark, Mark, say Microsoft. Microsoft. Thank you. Quack quack. Anytime um, you say "game changer," you have to say Microsoft. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. There you go. So. So RGB was going to, you know, release this game changer, Microsoft. And <laughs> that's good. I like there it. So yeah, it's working. We got a sound guy now. Hey, we should, hey, Chuck, you should actually change your Twitter handle to include something about being a sound guy. Um, so, <laughs> so, so we talked about this and they came out with their V-series products and they put a press release out in RAVE this week and it's a, you know, it's a 4K processor, it's a multi-screen processor, it takes in 4K inputs and puts out 4K. And so if you were going to have a 4K system, Chuck, and you were going to want to distribute 4K, um, what kind of port would you want to see on that machine? Uh... Like a video. Like a video output port that starts with an H and ends with an I. Anybody from Marco want to guess? Display port? No, that's not it. Um, we open up the uh, room to Barco people to get Thunderbolt? No, that's not it. Um, fire hydrant. So I know it's a four-letter word. I know HDMI is a four-letter word. Oh, it's a four-letter word. Four word. <laughs> now, but with HDMI, Chuck, if I was gonna if I was gonna put out a brand new product and I was gonna put HDMI on it, what version of HDMI should I have on the back of that product? Yellow. 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 <laughs> I guess to my point, you know, they put out a good product. Um, I think they put out a good product, but what they did was it's it's actually got HDMI 1.4 on the back, and I was just sitting here going, if we're gonna release a product today for 4K. RGB has always been about full frame rate and full color. And they put out a product that's 24 and 30 frames through 1.4 and only does 8-bit color. So I, I don't know that they actually changed the game, although they wanted to. Um, but I think maybe they should have got those other ports. What, anybody have any feedback on that, or am I just being an AV geek? 
No, that's obvious. Why? Why? Why not release the latest and greatest version of HDMI? Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. A, you're gonna change the a large yeah. install base on the old version. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I hear silence, so I'll move on. Um, <laughs> we're no, we I think we're all bored. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know that any of us could disagree with you. So. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Awesome. We don't want to get into it because you'll go on for another hour. We don't have time. So, so here's another rant of mine. Um, there's a great article on here by, by Chuck Wilson on Rave, who is an extraordinary man and probably one of the most personable and welcoming people um, you know, that I've met and that I've heard good things about. Um, but he put a list out of a hundred things. Wait, that let I me one plus that comment. Uh, you plus one. Okay, yeah. great. Thanks, Gina. Right, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> they share one brain. Right. Yes. Exactly. So, so Chuck put out a list of a hundred things he learned from the AV industry. Does anybody ever read an article entitled "A List of a Hundred Things"? I did. Every morning. I, I, did. I looked. At, I looked at it. I looked at it too, and I looked at about twenty yeah, of them. I'm sure, I'm sure the podcast is on a list of one hundred not to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I read twenty of them. Yeah, that's I'm about what I read around, too. You know. Yeah, I, I think this could have been a five-part blog, and maybe maybe transitioned up to to different things about um, you know that kind of grouped these together, make it a little more digestible. Although there's a ton of great stuff in there, it's just going to take me about five times logging in to read it all. Well, does well, Mark? Do, does rave? Uh, you know, minimum words. You know, thousand or whatever. I mean, you know, has there ever been a parameter set to that for us? Uh, uh, no, no, I don't think so. I don't think we've ever got one like that. I know Johnny usually communicates 140 at a time. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's about my attention span. <laughs> well, wait, oh, Johnny Storm writes his blogs. You remember that, right? She she's really really busy. She's a dog with a blog. She does podcasts. She, she's smart. <laughs> she has her own podcast. She's kind of old, Johnny. so eventually I think she's gonna. Yeah, eventually I think she's working her way to the cloud, and I, I just don't know. If, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's sad to say I don't want to see her go, but she's a smart little dog. And you'll have to excuse all her typos. She's mostly Paul's and no thumbs. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Johnny, can we reveal this? She's really the, the AV insider? Yeah, I think that's okay. We can, we can say that. Okay. She, she does all my work for me, and I kind of just – I am like the face of AV insider. <laughs> uh, she's got a better one, in my opinion. What Johnny? a face. What a face. I, Johnny yeah, has right. a face for AV. Face for AV. <laughs> Johnny AV face. I think Maybe not fine. a good face, but – well, I, I think it's I think it's time, Johnny, that you um, take off the people mask and show the array of eight tiny dogs working that body there. There's <laughs> <laughs> like little robots, There's like a little dog on a hamster wheel just running. Hey, Johnny, get up and show us the dog legs. <laughs> I have to get her. She's probably she's in the other room. There we go. Oh, yeah. hey, hey Chuck, Chuck. Somebody somebody mentioned a band earlier, but it looks like they might be here. Yeah, well, I tell you what, this guy who's on the phone right now, not only is he a great guitarist, but this is the guy who gave us our theme, our intro and outro music. There is nobody better. And he is the head of the Power Four, not the Canadian Power Trio, the Canadian Power Four, because adding Bailey Labrie into the band great strategy there steve i gotta tell you i <laughs> says she belts it out yes. like you've never heard before now allison 
You got something to say about Bailey, right? Oh, she's fabulous. I'm scared to death of her. So So anyway, we have got Steve Craig, the guitarist of Drowning in the Mainstream, DITM, the guys who provide our intro and outro music, our again, our Canadian Power Four here on Chuck's Soundcheck. Take it, Chuck. Steve, how's it going? Not too bad. How are you? I'm all right. So when are we going to get to hear some music with Bailey on it? You guys going in the studio? You guys touring? What's going on? Yeah, we're in the studio next month with Billy from Biohazard <clears throat> producing. Oh, awesome. nice. Uh, so uh, a little birdie told me there might there might be some uh, some uh, different styles of drumming, some different styles of uh, uh, instruments on this. Uh, what what yeah. what's What's going on with you? Yeah, the, uh, the new guys are a little more lively, so <laughs> it's going to be a lot better. <laughs> do, do they do yeah. they walk on the crowd while they play? I mean, that's that's the old guys are pretty lively to the point where they were jumping out of their seats. Uh, what are the new guys? What are the new guys bringing? What's the flavor of the new band? Well, Bailey might walk on the crowd, and she might drag some people around, too. <laughs> yeah. Allison, you talk about scary, huh? <laughs> I just hope she will. If I ever meet her, she is my friend. She's five foot two. <laughs> yeah. Of pure dynamite. Yeah. She beats up yeah. guys. We went, awesome. Yeah. We, we went to Machine Head show a couple nights ago, and she nice. was in the pit. Oh, <laughs> Bailey's in the pit. Wow. I tell you, yeah, she is just she protects me. Wow, she protects yeah. you. No, I think she keeps you yeah. guys in line. Is what she does. No protection. Yeah, maybe there. I guess. Yeah. So yeah. So what's the new sound? What are you guys shooting for? A new sound is something like a fly leaf or a paramore, or is it a little bit harder? Is she gonna is she gonna be growly or is she gonna be screamy? What's going on? Yeah, a little bit of both. A little singy, a little growly. She'll leave all the heavy stuff to me and Tim. The new bassist, by the way, his name's Tim too. So, Tim, Tim, Tim and Tim. Is that like? Is that is that T O T O T W O? How do you spell that last name? Uh, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Fry. T yeah. T U. Yeah, right. Tim Fry. Yeah. Tim Fry. Yeah, that's the ah. name. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I thought I thought that's just something. I thought that's just how they referred to him to differentiate. Like, oh Tim, oh Tim one or Tim two? Oh Tim two. Tim uh, yeah, that, that's Tim how Tim. it was for a little bit. <laughs> it's his, his middle name, Buck. That's all I want to know. Tim Buck. Tim Buck. We got it. Where's, wait, wait, wait. Where's the sound effect for that? What's <laughs> <laughs> easy doing sound check? You have to do the sound effect. What? Right. So what's the, Wrong what's one. The deal? <laughs> What's the deal, Steve? I mean, last time you were here, you guys were you guys were waxing, reminiscent about be, almost beating up sound guys together, about doing fantastic. <laughs> oh, really beat up the sound guys. It was, you know, it, it sounded like a honeymoon phase, and I, we had no clue that there was trouble in paradise. And now, you know, now half half of you are gone. What what happened? Uh, they couldn't commit to a full oh. album. They couldn't. They couldn't commit to touring. They couldn't commit to anything. So. so you're talking about lack of commitment is what you're saying. It's like a marriage, okay, and lack Absolutely. of commitment, right? Absolutely. You're like the worst married couple in the world is what you're saying. Yes. 
The I, worst three married dudes ever. <laughs> I'd watch that TV show. <laughs> These guys could be one hell of a show. I got to tell you, I would watch every episode. Sponsored by Jeggings. <laughs> Corey, it almost sounds like like if you and me and Chuck were in a show and one of us decided not to show up one week for the show at all, they'd just have to get walking papers. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm going to do? Hey, Steve, you, would you like to be a co-host of the show? Sure. Dude, don't do that. It's like the mafia. Once you get in, you can't get out. You yeah, know, okay. no matter how hard you try. You know, I got to tell you, he would be one heck of a co-host because, you know, we got all AV people and then we got Steve Craig. All right. He's a heavy metal guitarist. Steve, the dimension you would add to this show could be unbelievably phenomenal. Are you available next Wednesday at 8 o'clock? <laughs> Allison, Allison, sure. intervention. Too late. Intervention, Allison. Too late. No, stop it, Corey. Stop. Oh, stop Corey. it. Stop it and drink water, right? Pause. Remember the first rule of intervention is to admit that you have a problem. Oh, my God. And, and the second rule is don't talk about it. Third rule is not to And then yeah. the third rule is refer back to rule one. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I have a I think we need to do a, a change up in the inter, in the introduction. It needs to be hi. My name is Corey Moss. I'm an addict. Co-host. He's a co-host addict. Yeah. No, I yeah. said it last week. I actually said it last week that I have yeah. a that I have a co-host uh, addiction. addiction. Right. Well, Corey, I'm, is coming. Corey, I'm glad Amy. I'm glad Amy stepped in because I've written I'm a letter for you. I'm, I've, I've written a letter for you. Okay. You have. Corey, I can't stand to see you do this to yourself anymore. I looked the other way when you invited Stacy. Then Haley came in, and then it was Tori Homewood, and John Green might as well be a co-host too. I just can't see you. To and I'm so pissed off at Kristen. Oh God, somebody said step in. <laughs> Oh the my new, God. This, you understand, this is the, the pre-show to the new show on A&E called AV Intervention. AV Intervention. Intervention. And this is a brand new show AV. for us. Hey, Gary, if you're listening, Amy's AV Intervention, it's a new rave radio show produced by me. I'm producing 100 shows right now. When do I have time to even eat at this point or sleep i don't during the intervention or get sunlight yeah exactly yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait till i come back from orlando i may have some. hey by the way steve craig's on the phone hey steve hi hi hey steve so uh so bailey is the lead singer now or she's a singer is she a lead singer or you guys are trading responsibilities how's this working ah she can be the leader She's the leader. Oh, are you giving in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, yeah. Have you seen her beat people up? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. She beat, she beat up a guy, uh, a sound guy who pissed her off. But, you, but, Steve, the message is if you're at a heavy metal concert with Bailey, don't piss her off, right? She'll beat you that up. That is true. Yeah. That's this is what true. she said. That's what she said. Well, she, <laughs> Bailey is Bailey is not that big though. Bailey is Bailey is a petite girl, but she is a bruiser. Like she goes, a, she goes all Mighty Mouse on you. Yeah, uh, that's what I was gonna that's, say. Yeah, that's that's Hobbit style. Hobbit yeah. style. Hobbit style. Hashtag Hobbit style. That's it. That's that was. 
Well, so, so is that the name of the new DITM album? <laughs> style. That is, yeah. That would be awesome. Wow, <laughs> Steve, consider this, and also write a song, Hobbit style. Let Bailey just scream. Okay. I think she's got one in the makings already. You think so? We want to hear this song. Hey, listen, we want it on this show first, okay? Before it goes out into the general public, all right? You promise? Sure. Okay. We want Bailey yeah. just. I tell you what, just have her come on the show and scream. How's that? Okay. No she music. Can do that. No music. Just screaming. Corey, Corey, okay. if, I to, if I wanted to hear that, I'd go over to my mother-in-law's house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I There's a, a new show. Like for that. There's a new show. Hey, hey, Steve, we got a guy here who says stuff and things. All right? He is the AV insider, Johnny Modi. He's double awesome. Um, Johnny, say something to Steve. Hey, Steve, how's it going? <laughs> Not too bad. How are you? I'm well. I know uh, I listen to your guys' music. It's cool. I'm into screaming myself, and it's generally only when I have to deal with people at work. I have my own little office that I've like saran wrapped the door and filled it. You know, like the ball. <laughs> yeah. So it's like full of like those little plastic balls, and I'll like I'll just be middle conversation and be like, "Excuse me," and I'll go to my office into the ball pit and just scream, and come back, and then I'm refreshed. It feels good. It's very cleansing. It's cleansing. Yeah, that's what I do when I get home from shopping. Yeah, right. <laughs> Same Feels thing. Good. Feels hey, good. hey, Steve. Do you, do you find cleansing? Yeah. Do you, Do you get cleansing on the on on stage? Do you feel like a nice cleanse after you guys? <laughs> Where are we going with this? I have no idea. Oh, I this whole thing from Johnny. I had no idea where Johnny was going. I was going back to the AV intervention. I'm going to put a oh, sign on the door. Oh, AV intervention. Oh, this All is the AV is, intervention. If there's cleansing involved, we need the AV bucket. <laughs> Chuck's AV bucket. There you go. Hey, hey, Maria and well, Deborah. Yeah. Would you like to talk to Steve Craig, great guy out of Vancouver, Canada? Eh? Awesome. Um, oh, by the way, Maria, Maria, Maria is you're, Canadian. You're not, you're not in Canada, are you, Maria? I am. I'm oh, she is a look at that. Look at that, Steve. You got a Canadian oh. on the show. Hi. Hey. <laughs> hi. Maria, say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> or 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 bon, bonsoir from Mont from Montreal. Bonsoir. We're, we're talking French. What what coast are you on, Maria? Or what coast are you closest to? <laughs> East. She's East Coast. Ah, uh, oh. she's she's East Coast. Uh, she's on the other side yeah. of the world. But I I, I live in California, yeah. but I'm in our Montreal headquarters this week. Mm. Yeah. Wow. You're up in you're up in the Bay Area, right, Maria? Yeah, I'm in Santa Clara. Yeah, we're 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 right next door. I'm in San Jose now, but I was in Santa Clara last week with uh, okay. Teledata at a uh, Levi Stadium. So, yeah, I know your hood, unless you're <laughs> two hours north of there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 Johnny's Johnny's up in uh, Johnny's up in Napa. So. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Johnny and I. We need to uh, connect. Yeah, I'm in yeah. Sacramento. We need to do a Napa. Right. What? Yeah, for yeah. sure. What's up with that? And talk stuff and things. Yes. I, have, I can talk about stuff and things all day. Yeah. Oh, listen, Allison, bring, Allison can talk stuff and things for hours. I, I know, know you're saying stuff and things, but I'm hearing stuffing things. No, not stuffing. <laughs> Maybe not a stuffing things. Up. I don't know. What are you guys doing, Napa, to stuffing things? I mean, that's... are going to Napa, stuffing things. And Steve, when are, Steve, when are you guys playing Montreal? <laughs> uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> what is the big stadium? Uh, in, what is the big stadium there? What's the big stadium it's, in Montreal? It's the Bell Center. It's the, the Bell, Bell Center. Center. Oh, the Steve, Bell Center. Steve, yeah. we're booking you guys in the Bell Center. <laughs> Get practicing. When are you guys playing in Northern really? California? Northern California. Uh, soon we got to go up and meet Billy in March, so we'll be in L.A. Oh, okay. oh, nice. oh hey, nice. there you go. Allison, you'll get to see Bailey in person. Yeah, but it's in Southern California. <laughs> go, yeah, Northern it's not California. Northern. go take a trip, you know, really. Yeah. What are you complaining no, about? Yeah, we'll go there, and then we'll all go to Disney and scream at people. That's <laughs> right. right. And get measles. You, Bailey, Allison, you can all go scream at people. Yeah. Scare kids. I, I live 20 minutes from Disneyland, so I'll take Bailey and Steve to Disneyland, and it'll inspire um, the new DITM hit, $5 Soda. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be some screaming, because it'll be, what, five bucks for, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't go to Starbucks, okay, because there will be tons of screaming if you do. Yeah. And by the way, their Wi-Fi sucks. Just yeah, so there you go. Okay. <laughs> that is true. Oh, <laughs> Steve agrees. What do you know? Yeah. Hey, Steve, do you have any Pete's coffee or caribou up there? Caribou beer. Hey, yes. All right. That counts even from real caribou. That counts even more. Caribou yeah, yeah, made from real caribou. You, well, you, have, you, have, you, have to, you have to tap the caribou. To yeah, get you got to tap a caribou. That's yeah. right. And that's a, that's a sign for tapping a caribou right there. <laughs> I have no idea. What that hand gesture mean? That means it's uh, fresh caribou. Yeah, that is fresh caribou. Hey, Chuck, oh, so when we're Chuck, when we're doing Infocom, you have to do the caribou taps uh, uh, sign. I, I will. And it actually looks somewhat like, <laughs> like that. You can't see it in radio land, but I'm tapping a caribou. Oh, my God. Oh, Be thankful you can't. Isn't that a... Isn't that also known as rain beer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, hey, and there's, there's like 11 or 12 different flavors. I mean, there's like a Rudolph the Red-Nosed rain beer. Oh, there you go. Blitzen. Blitzen. Because I got Blitzen, Blitzen on rain beer. Blitzen. Uh, what's the other ones? Hey. Jose. <laughs> Oh, we just we just started the microbrew, my man. What rain rain beer blitzen? You can't you can't say that's not one of the coolest microbrews you'd ever order. Wow, rain Let's beer blitzen. Let's that open one awesome. here in DC. I tell you, got it, Chuck. Your your guy's place closed down. We might as well open one here uh, in place it, of his. It was it was bought out by some larger uh, uh, microbrew that didn't want the competition, so they bought it and closed it. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That Corporate America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Capitalism. Come on. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. I think they're opening like a leg waxing studio there or something. Oh. I, I don't know. I'm going to check it out next week. Chuck already has booked a, booked an appointment. What do you know? Hey, Deborah, are you are you out there, Deborah? You got to turn on your microphone there. I am right here. Okay. How would you like to pitch a question at this guy, the one of the best guitarists I know, and his uh, and Bailey is five foot two and beats up guys. <laughs> okay, like so I, I would love to ask, what kind of guitar do you play? Hmm. I play Les Pauls. Les Paul. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's a, it's a quality guitar. It's been around a long time. There was a guy named a Les very good who one. invented it. It's it's kind of like a more Paul, except less. Okay. Steve, I think she was talking about lead guitar. Uh, you know, Steve is oh. the lead guitarist. Yeah. yeah. But he is the guitar. They have a bassist, a drummer, and a screaming woman who sings. 
And, and Allison is afraid of her. And <laughs> Allison is highly afraid of her. Yes. <laughs> so am I. What do you <laughs> Bailey Bailey posts pictures of herself in purple nail polish shooting a shotgun and who wouldn't yes. be afraid of her? No, yeah. no, no. I, I want to know what Bailey lipstick that Bailey wears. Yes. Because it's frightening. Is it red? No, no. it's like Purple, black, purple black. It's very goth. Yes. She's goth. I thought it was a Sharpie. <laughs> you think she Sharpies her lips? I thought so. I mean, I could see her doing that like, <laughs> with the big, you know, one of the big ones that you do like boxes with when you're shipping them. Hey, Steve, are you, Steve, are you in the room when she's applying her makeup? Sometimes. I, I don't know. She was really like trapped. I don't know. <laughs> Steve feels trapped. I just, I, you know, I'm getting I just, <laughs> Honey, I want to leave. Yeah. Stay here now. Don't you go anywhere. Yeah. So do these guys Don't use move. digital content or any, any digital media? You know, hey, Steve. Steve, these people yeah. from Barco could really put together one hell of a stage show for you. You know, this digital content, you know. Yeah. We just did a yeah. few things um, like the Katy Perry halftime show. 3D exactly. Yeah. I mean, we do a few shows here and there. They're tiny. You Steve, Steve, you want to do a halftime nice. show, Super Bowl halftime show? Steve, these people can help you. Sure. As long <laughs> as Bailey gets the lip sync. As long as Bailey gets the lip Lips. sync. <laughs> yes. Oh, can she's going to so appreciate Lip scream instead? Lip scream, right. Lip scream. There you yes, go. lip yell. Lip yells. Right. Hey, listen, you know, Steve, if Bailey wants to lip yell, scream, or howl, or whatever she wants to do, let's get it done, you know? If they do a halftime show, I could totally show up and help them with the wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> oh, my God. You're helping Chuck. already. <laughs> yes. The theme will be, is Chuck wearing pants? Spoilers, no. no. Do you, Katy Perry is uh, auctioning off the two shark costumes, and I think oh. we should all donate, get a pool of money, and buy it, and Chuck can wear it. I would, oh. I would wear it to work. Yes, you would. Wow. You would get rid of the hawk that's probably staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, hawk. that hawk would look and be like, that's a, that, that's a big lunch. That's a big <laughs> lunch for me. <laughs> Chuck, what are you feeding that thing? <laughs> Interns. No, 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 no. Interns. <laughs> Just to bring Maria and, and Deb up to speed, there is a huge, huge hawk. Baby I don't hawk. know, just, just baby hawk. hawk. That's, it's a baby? No, A-V hawk. Hashtag A-V hawk. A-V hawk, but there's a hawk that perches on the, you know, just huh. outside the window. Oh. On Chuck's shoulder. And watches Chuck. <laughs> And just watches him all every, every day. Pretty impressive. Every day. It's pretty impressive. He'll put yeah. he'll put pictures up on Twitter, and he'll he'll do a selfie, and you can see the hawk in the yeah. window. Yeah. 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 He reads my email. He like every now and then, like I was doing, I was actually doing an interview. I was interviewing somebody for one of our positions, and I hear, Bing, and I'm like, "What's going on?" I hear, Bing, and then the interviewer is has this. Big eyes, and I'm like, he's back. he's back there again, isn't he? And the guy's like, he's back there. Just nods his head, like, what's going on? And every now and then you're, bing, and he's tapping on the window. 
Wow. And, and so it's really intimidating when people come in for a job and they see this like three foot hawk sitting outside the window, and I'm like, yeah. How, long, funny? It, yeah. how long has this been going on, Chuck? Ever since I started. You know, Ever since I started at the company, I look forward to those photos all the time because it's like same picture all the time, and the Hawks got this look like you tonight. <laughs> You're going down, right? Yeah. He always has his head cocked aside too, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Marie and Deborah, he puts the picture on Facebook. He goes, "Is it there?" <laughs> it's there, isn't it? He's, he's yeah. there, isn't it? <laughs> he's photobombing. He's, he's got a hawk photobomber, right? Wow. There's actually two of them. I've named them. One's name's Fred, and one's name's Bob. And I'm sure they're both females. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever checked? Well, usually males don't hang out together. The females will, will actually hang out together. And why have you called them Fred and Bob or else, and not given them uh, female names? Well, I thought they were males at first. Well, you Cole, put, you didn't, you lift, you put, you didn't lift their feathers. No, nope, no. Nope, I respect its privacy. <laughs> why don't you call one Amy? Call one Amy. How's that? <laughs> why? No. No, no reason. Uh, Just came up with that. Put some little pictures of mice. Oh my go God! Along and see what happens. It'll just crash. Hey, hey, Allison, I got a better idea. Why don't you go on the window sill? Chuck's Chuck's gonna go. Is that Amy? Is she staring at me? She's there, isn't she? She's there, isn't she? It's Amy. She's there, isn't she? Isn't she? She's watching me, isn't she? Hey, Chuck, you got to put up a picture with Allison's uh, face behind you. <laughs> She's watching. She's watching. I'm going to have a picture of my face and make it the really big face that they take to, you know, of famous football players or something they take to games, you know, and have the head. But I'm going to, yes, thank you. I'm going to send it to you. Awesome. <laughs> this, is, this is just revelations all over the place on this you're show. gonna be wearing a kelly perkins t-shirt and a allison fat head in your office that's right and uh and uh and i have my matt scott poster hanging up behind me too Perfect. i've got the title to this show it's cavalry rides revelations in the afterlife i mean oh wow gosh <laughs> av intervention yeah and the av intervention and drink and drink water too well, yeah, yeah. this might be the longest titled show that we've ever had. You know, <laughs> it might it might be the longest running show we've ever had. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we we have touched on an, an hour forty minutes, but this could go about two and a half. So I don't think so. I gotta go to bed, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost out of beer. Yeah, it's too much almost longer, and the AV bucket's calling my name. Right, there there go. Go. find me a his name. <laughs> Bailey's going. Steve, where are you? I mean, uh, oh, look at those are all empties. Oh, we got all Chuck's. Yeah, those are those are Chuck um, Chuck's, Chuck's empties. But I can barely talk. Do you, know what, do you know what happens when Chuck's fully empty? Show over. <laughs> yeah. I I say we're done and stop the show. And it doesn't matter who's speaking or where we are. Chuck shows that last beard. It's like. Uh, Dad. When Chuck's <laughs> beer goes empty, we have to go find a new caribou. Caribou to tap. Yes, thanks, Chuck. This the caribou well, tap symbol. I was gonna. I'm gonna round it back. I mean, I'm excited to hear what Steve and Bailey have put together. Um, I like. I like the old DITM, but I'm looking forward to the new DITM, especially if um, it's a group that can actually go places and play shows together. So yes, that's. Yes. That's what we wanted to. Yeah, you need a you need a band that can go on the road, right, Steve? Yeah, yeah. With a drummer that will actually cooperate. 
That is true. Yes. yes. There you Does go. <laughs> Cowboy Rides can get a new uh, theme song. A new? Uh, one? You mean Steve produces a new theme? Hey, Steve. Yeah. Would you like him to produce a new theme song? Sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. I I still think I That's still think exciting. Corey, if we could get a DITM version of the William Tell Overture for yes. Cavalry. Yes, that's what we need, that Steve. Awesome. Steve, this is your assignment. Get us right. a a uh, William Tell Overture. Like a, right. a DITM angry William Tell Overture. Oh, it has to be <laughs> the William angry. the William angry. The William Yell Overture. William Yell. <laughs> William Yell Overture okay. and Bailey scream the whole time. I love it. Yeah. I love well, guys, when so you're coming to L.A. When are you coming to L.A.? Uh, sometime in March. we got to set it up with Billy, but, uh, yeah, middle of March sometime. So is, is that going to be your studio time? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think we're going to do some recording there, too. <laughs> we're doing most of it up here and then uh, some of it there. Are you going to come down and get it? You guys get me down to get it produced down here? Uh, yeah, and record there. I think we're going to record there, too. Oh, good. Cool. Well, I'd, I'd, love, to, uh, I'd love to be a fly on the wall. I live, I live close to L.A., so um, yeah. I'll make sure I, I ping Bailey. I'd love to meet you guys in person and you know, go have a drink or something. Sure. Yeah, and, a, and a scream. By the way, so yeah, well, it's yeah. all about the scream. <laughs> We've got to put scream in the title too. I'm working on this right now. Screaming <laughs> AV intervention. Screaming AV win. interventions, and we're all going to. Yeah, I won't say it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're, go, we're all Looking going to the afterlife. <laughs> to the cloud. To we're all going to the cloud. Oh my gosh, man! Stop it. I Next, am, you're going to say net neutrality, Johnny. I, no, I'm good. I've said <laughs> oh, you're today. good with that. Okay. I've said it at least once too many today, which was like... <laughs> hey, guess, guess who I had lunch with today? Don't tell us. Don't tell us. You're going to tell us. Go ahead and tell us. Who, well, what are we talking about? I don't know. Josh Strago. Oh, thank you. Josh Strago. Yes, you did. I saw the picture, by the way. Yes, and we, and we took a selfie with a robot. Have you guys yeah. seen the beam? A beam yeah. smart. Yeah, a beam almost. Robot? A beam almost tripped me once. A beam robot. It, it almost tripped me. I'm walking out of the booth, and I was scared of getting tripped. And all of a sudden, sure enough, one comes, and I almost fall on my face. And the and the selfie to bring things full circle with our guest. The selfie we took with the beam robot. Where was the operator sitting? In Canada. Yeah. There you go. There oh, no. But it, but it's it's basically a robot with a head, so it's it's a bodyless head <laughs> on a stick that rolls. <laughs> it's like a selfie stick with wheels. Yeah, it was awesome. I love them. That's the only way I could describe this thing: the beam it's selfie a, stick on wheels. It's a it's a Segway with an LCD screen strapped right. to the top of it. Right. Can you beam me content to my phone that I can control? <laughs> Is it? Can you do it with an Android uh, phone? Forget an iPhone. Android. No, it's all Android. about BlackBerry. It's all, oh, it's all about the BlackBerry. There you go. Right. Hey, I tried. Hey, Maria, can, can we do BlackBerry control, Maria? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, well here's the BlackBerry's back. I was Actually, like, wait, who cares about BlackBerry? Movie? Well, if Maria's going to build BlackBerry control into all of this now, forget oh. Android, forget iPhone, we're going back to oh. BlackBerry. 
I'm going to dig through my drawers and find my old Blackberry phone. <laughs> don't dig through your drawers. Don't dig through your drawers. <laughs> no, no. Stop, don't do that. Don't do that. It's oh, you know, <laughs> really, Chuck. Really, you're, Chuck. You know. Hang on. Let me do it right show. now. <laughs> um, wow. Is it time to end the show? It's getting there. Mark, is it time to end the show? Yeah, I think we're about done. But, you know, <laughs> Black, Blackberry does have a new phone. You guys saw that, right? Really? Yeah, yeah they, have a new, they have a new phone with a sliding keyboard. Hmm. And you know where BlackBerry has got their latest influx of money, right? No, you know, no. you know who they want a lawsuit against. Oh, Raspberry oh. Pi. No, uh, <laughs> Raspberry Pi. No, not quite. You would think so, right? So, so BlackBerry sued a company that makes these little keyboards for um, for phones, and the company that makes those little keyboards is owned by Ryan Seacrest. So <laughs> they sued Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. So they sued I'm Ryan so Seacrest. Happy. I'm for so for imitating a a keyboard that looks something like what used to be on the BlackBerry phone, and they won, and now they've got a new phone out with a sliding keyboard on it. Nice. And nobody's buying it. Uh, hashtag Seacrest out. <laughs> right. Seacrest out, BlackBerry, you're back. And we're going to do BlackBerry control for everything that's Barco, right? I remember two years ago, I saw somebody with a BlackBerry <laughs> smartphone, and I'm like, well, why the hell are you doing that? Why don't you just do what everybody else is doing and get an Android or a smartphone? Because right. at that point, the whole everybody who was all BlackBerry because of this stupid keyboard. At that point, if you're giving up the keyboard and coming into the 21st century, why go with BlackBerry? <laughs> uh, that's true um, really <laughs> why go blackberry once you go blackberry you can't go blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and with that we're out <laughs> oh my god Just thank you everyone for listening to the cavalry ride show both for, of you uh, for Corey moss chuck espinoza stacy kringling krista bender allison maxson deborah williams Maria Porco, Johnny Moda, Steve, Craig, and Bailey Labrie. Wow, look at that. I am a sales guy. Um, <laughs> Shit's next. Well done. Thank you so much. Thanks Wrap for logging in. And we will see you all next week. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, Steve, see ya. Bye. 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 Later, Steve. Thanks, Bye. Steve. Bye. See ya. Yeah.